Now I want to invite you to be a part of this very special workshop in Houston, Texas on January the 12th, 2019. We're going to be talking about Create, Publish, and Profit. In this workshop, I'm going to teach you how to take your message, your passion, your ideas, your experience, and your expertise and translate that into a published work. Whether that's a published book or maybe even an online course, we're gonna teach you a step-by-step -step process how to take your passion and your message and get it to the masses of people around the world. We're gonna spend a great deal of our time that day talking about the book publishing process. Nothing gives you greater credibility and more authority in the marketplace than to have a published book, a book with your name on it that contains your expertise, your wisdom, the, the very unique gift that you carry published on the page. We're gonna give you again a step-by-step -step process to go from idea to having the book printed and in your hand. Because we wanna keep this intimate and in a, in a real workshop format, we're capping the registration at 50 people. Right now at the time of this taping, we've got 50 seats available, but they're going to go very quickly. I encourage you to act now and reserve your seat. Again, that date is January the 12th, 2019 in the Houston, Texas area. I really wanna see you there. I believe you have something to say. I believe you have a difference-making message that the world needs to read and hear. I wanna see you in the room with me January 12th, 2019. I look forward to seeing you soon. The great John Maxwell said, leadership is nothing more and nothing less than influence. And I would like to add to that that influence really is everything. Last week we talked about salt and light. And you add either one of those elements to the contrary environment and the environment's going to change. You add salt to a dish of food, the flavor is going to change. It cannot refuse change. Uh, if you go into a dark room and, and just light a match, that one small match is going to dispel darkness because the darkness cannot overcome the light. It's a very powerful thing. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what influence looks like. No matter how small the element, it's going to affect change if applied properly. So leadership is influence and influence is everything. Mind and your ability to impact the world for good is directly proportionate to our effectiveness in leadership. How effective are we? Uh, are we even engaged in leadership? That's really a starting place. Leadership is not some linear thing, however. There are angles and insights, and yes, I would go so far as to say there are blind spots to leadership. Uh, we are individuals, but we are complex human beings. And so I like to approach leadership from a 360 degree perspective, so to speak. And so that's what I wanna talk about in this session. We're gonna look at this 360 degree, uh, or four pillars of leadership, and talk about these different aspects over the next couple of sessions. And we're gonna do that starting right now. I want you to think about driving a vehicle. You 
you've got a rear view mirror, you've got usually two side mirrors. Depending on what kind of vehicle you're driving, you might have uh, multiple mirrors on each side if it's a big truck or an 18-wheeler of some kind. But I don't really care what kind of vehicle you're driving and what kind of mirrors you may have. The truth is every vehicle that's on the road has something called blind spots. There is some place to your right, to your left, behind you that you can't see just by looking in your mirrors. And this creates hazards in the context of driving, of course, but I wanna bring that across as a metaphor into our, our leadership, into our life, because each of us have blind spots as well. If you're like me, you've prob probably uh, started to change lanes before in your car, uh, only to have somebody lay on their horn because you almost ran over them because you just didn't see them, right? Uh, and I've, I've seen all kinds of gestures. <laughs> I've seen multiple kinds of fingers. I've seen all kinds of shaking of the fist. And I've probably heard a few words, a few choice words offered my way. Uh, because we do things, even though unintentionally, because of these blind spots. If, if you don't have a 360-degree view around your vehicle, you're going you're gonna to probably either almost have an accident or possibly have an accident. Now, the newer cars these days, they got cameras everywhere, and that's a whole different conversation. But life is just like that. Leadership is like that. If we're going to have successful life and really make a massive difference in leadership, if we're going to have a strategic type of influence in our uh, specific sphere of influence, then our leadership has to be approached from a 360-degree perspective. So we've talked about this in the past as it relates to our circle of influence and having the right people around you. That's one 360-degree matrix I like to talk about. You need to have friends that you look up to, that mentor you. You need to have peers on your same level and those that are looking to you for leadership. That, that all-around circle of, of relationships provides you a measure of safety. Now, in the context of leadership, it looks like this. It begins with personal leadership. Number two is family leadership. Three is community or civic leadership. And then what you, then I, you have what you call vocational leadership or your career leadership or your business leadership. So it, watch this. It's you, it's your family, it's your community, and then it is your job or your career, your vocation. In all of these areas, you must exercise masterful leadership in order to maximize or leverage your next level of leadership. So let's talk about these. Over the course of the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll unpack each of these four categories. But right now, let's talk about personal leadership. Here's the deal. Leadership begins with you. If you can't lead yourself, then you're not qualified, nor should you be authorized to step into positions of leadership over anyone else. I said, Brian, it's a strong statement. Well, I'm just telling you, you can't give what you don't have. You can't lead somebody where you haven't been. And so you must first master yourself because you've got to know you. You've got to do you before you can actually master and manage bigger and better things. So there's this tendency that we all have that we come into a position or into a role and we are forced to fake it. We're forced to perform. We're forced to 
assume this pseudo persona in order to measure up to everyone's expectations of us. And we wind up leading out of deficit or leading out of a lack of character. And we wind up making a big mess of all of this. So there is a point, however, that you reach where you can really no longer fake it. People are pretty smart. People figure you out pretty quickly that if you don't have your life together, what business do you have telling me how to run my life or my business or my department? Uh, when I talk about personal leadership, I'm talking about your internal health. I'm talking about your external health. Do you take care of your body? I'm talking about your mind. Do you, are you constantly growing and learning and developing your mind? What, what do you, see, if you're, if, you're, uh, if you're barking at someone to do something, but you don't do it yourself, that makes you uh, a fake. It makes you inauthentic. It really makes you a hypocrite. And so there's no integrity to your leadership if you're requiring of someone else what you yourself have not mastered. Does that make sense? So it begins first and foremost, personal leadership does, with what I call personal healing. Personal healing. Now you've heard me talk about this much on the program. We've talked about it even recently. But here's the deal. Everything in life begins with your internal fortitude, your internal health. I cannot lead someone if I am broken. I cannot take them where they need to be if I am fractured and undone. If I'm broken, it's going to be very difficult for me to lead someone else who is broken. If I don't have the right perspective or belief systems or belief uh, framework regarding success and money and business and life and leadership, then I'm going to really make a mess of things as I'm trying to lead other groups of people. Personal leadership begins with a deep evaluation of what's going on on the inside of you first. Now, can I tell you, it's not fun. It's not easy digging out old junk. Sometimes you got to go deep. Sometimes you got to go painful. Sometimes you got to do some really hard work to get to the root systems of those things that are holding you back from becoming the leader you can become. But it's worth it because once you master those areas, once you reconcile those areas, you are now qualified with integrity to help other people along in their journey as well. So personal leadership, once personal healing has taken place, it moves into these categories. Am I growing or have I plateaued? Am I growing my mind? Am I reading books? Am I learning things? Am I growing my competencies? Am I uh, learning new skill sets? Am I growing in my academic or educational perspective? Am I learning from my experiences? There's no, there's no poorer of a student than one who doesn't learn from their experiences, right? Am I surrounding myself with wise people so I'm gleaning from their wisdom, from their expertise? Am I in a constant state of growing myself all the time? These are things that you have to look at. If I'm not growing, if you're not growing, then I'm going to reach a ceiling. At which point, now this is key, when you hit that ceiling, your level of influence automatically begins to diminish. Why? Because as soon as you, you max out personally, everyone around you sees the inadequacies, the lack of integrity, and you begin to lose the influence. And without influence, there is no leadership. Make sense? Personal leadership is about personal healing, personal development, and then, of course, having a grasp on who you are, why you're here, and how you can most effectively lead other people. So how many people have you met in your life? Just a question to think about. 
How many people do you know that are just doing life, but they've not really gotten a hold of who am I, why am I here? They've not developed themselves, yet they're, they're kind of faking it. They're, they're playing the part. They're doing the deal, but they're not really living the deal. Have you met somebody like that? Do you ever you had a manager that's just tore up, messed up, broke as all get outs, and yet they try to impose uh, their will on you outside of integrity in their leadership? It's a tough place to be in, man. You don't want to be that guy. <clears throat> what has God uniquely designed and created you to do? What is your contribution going to be to mankind? These are questions that you ask in personal leadership. Personal leadership begins with taking care of you. You cannot pour out of an empty vessel. That's why you need rest. You need Sabbaths. You need times of refreshing. You need ways to go about filling your tank so that you can give again as a leader. You cannot be fueled up and geared up and ready to go anywhere if you're broken down. You've got to deal with you first. Here's another thing to think about in leadership, and we'll talk more about this in a moment under family leadership, but I can't, I can't love my wife if I'm not filled up. I can't treat my kids well and grow them and challenge them if I'm running on empty. You see, you've got to take care of you first. Personal leadership is the first pillar in this 360-degree perspective of how we develop ourselves and how we develop our leadership. Okay, let's talk about family for a moment. Family leadership. Now, I'm going to probably dive off in some areas here that some may consider to be uh, taboo. I don't know. It's okay. I'm, I'm willing, okay? I'm willing to lead in this area. But the first corporate entity that God ever created was family. Must be important, right? So the first thing he did was he joined a woman to a man, husband, wife. That's the first thing he did. And then he said, be fruitful and multiply. And I want you to go out and create family and, and, and create offspring and, and grow together as a family. And it required leadership. And I will tell you, uh, there's an implied mandate in what we see in Genesis chapter 1 and 2 as it relates to family. Each succeeding generation has to be stronger has to be wiser. They should be building on the successes and the growth of the previous generation. And yet today in our culture, my friends, we are in a mess as it relates to family. We have parents who are encouraging their children to explore uh, transgender or general neutral positions. And yes, I'm going to talk about it. We, we have parents where fathers are working hard, bless their hearts. They want to provide for their families, but they're absent emotionally, and their children have no sense of, of identity or purpose because the father is totally gone. We have divorced families. Man, I tell you, in the area that I live in here in Dallas-Fort Worth, more than 50% of the homes within a 20-mile radius of my home here are single-parent homes. The family is in a tragic and in a very challenging place right now, and we need leadership in the home. More than anything, we need fathers to step up and to, to be men and show young men and young women how to live life, how to grow as leaders, how to, to live a meaningful and significant life. Family leadership is a seriously, seriously big deal. I promise you, my leadership in my home is paramount 
to my children's success. If I'm not leading in my home, my kids don't have a chance. And then think about this. If I don't show my kids leadership, then they can't show their kids, my grandchildren, leadership. And now we have generational poverty. Now we have generational brokenness. Now we have generational incapacity because of my unwillingness to step up as a family leader. Do you see how important this is? Ma'am, your leadership's important in the home. Sir, your leadership is important in the home. Don't take it lightly. Don't slough it off. It is absolutely critical. Listen, uh, just because you can make a baby doesn't make you a family leader. Doesn't even make you a father. It just makes you a procreator of another life human being. Okay? It's not a big deal to be a sperm donator. Okay? I, I, I'm, I'm not being ugly here. I'm just saying it doesn't take much to make a baby. It takes, it takes leadership to make a life for your children. It's a different mindset you have to take. It's not enough, dads, fathers, men, to go out and bring a little bit of money home to put food on the table. And thank God that you do that. But you've got to be present. You've got to be with them. You've got to turn the TV off. You've got you to spend time with your kids. You've got to speak into their life. You've got to tell them who they are. Encourage them. That is family leadership. I'm going to take it a step further. It's not just your kids, sir. It's your wife. If you're married and you have a wife, it is your responsibility, sir, to lead your wife to her greatest successes. In fact, she will only rise to the level you make space for her in leadership. Your leadership is important. I want to close up by saying this to you. We've got to take the family back. We have to. Family's important. Personal leadership's paramount. You gotta take care of you. You gotta grow you. You gotta do you first. But then, then the next step is lead in the family that you're a part of. If you're a brother and your sister needs leadership, lead her, protect her, show her the way. If you're a mom that doesn't have a husband around, you've gotta show leadership and get your son around some men who know how to lead and know how to show them the way. Leadership is absolutely important. Family leadership, it's a big deal. Are you speaking into your wife's life? Are you speaking into your husband's life? Are you speaking into your children's life? Are you taking care of you? Personal and family leadership. The first two pillars in this 360 degree matrix that grows you as a leader that then has the capacity to change the world you live.